Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Two Dimes and a Token. Hey! There we you go. You already know what time it is. Yep, this uh, this podcast is actually based off of our YouTube channel, so if you get a chance, go check it out, hit that subscribe button. Yep. Uh, we also have a Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram that you can go check out all the latest, all the latest information and posts on our social media pages. So thank you so much for tuning in, and please enjoy. Token. Starting would, discipline. I would tell them to write mini goals. A lot of people will like the first thing is like, I have to lose 20 pounds. Let's just pump the brakes and let's focus on the first two. Or let's focus on gut health or healthy options. Like everybody wants to lose that 20 pounds and they forget the other building blocks to get to them to the 20 pounds. Yeah. So like okay what can i control right now my water intake my sleep my stress levels like preparing food am i making healthy options so i always tell everybody to break that stuff down before you even worry about the gym so a lot of people skip out of that they're like oh, i'm gonna go to the gym six seven days a week and then when they don't make that six or seven days a week they feel like failures let's just make it to the gym three times a week Let's eat healthy. Let's have one to two bad meals a week here and there, making sure we're staying hydrated. Yeah. And then we'll build up from there. Like just write these mini goals down and we'll get after it. I think sometimes too, and correct me if I'm wrong, because obviously I'm not the trainer here, but sometimes people jump into that and they do it that way. They go six, seven times a week to the gym, right? In that process though, they get a month and they're like, oh, the scale only moved a pound, but they're not realizing like, okay, you may not have changed eating habits that much, done this and that, but you did put in some work. So when you're adding muscle and losing fat, a lot of times scale won't necessarily change. Yeah. But you're still changing your body. Yeah. Right? So like I have at my factory um, in my classroom, I have an in-body scan mm -hmm. um, in by USA. So like when people jump on the scale, they see one number. When you jump on my in-body scanner, it tells me how much fat, how much water intake, how much muscle mass you have per limb. So your scale might not move, but your other numbers will move. So I can actually break it down scientifically. Okay, well, you're down a pound, but you've gained three pounds of muscle. Okay, your legs are a lot tighter. Let's focus on your arms next week or next month. So you can break it down per muscle group and per trunk. And a lot of times you'll see tons of people worry about everything else other than gut health like your gi tract is huge like this is like your second brain yeah like if your gut health is off your whole your cognitive function your thought process will will be also also off so all right tell me as a as a professional i'm just gonna call it right now you're gonna be pro by the end of the week what is your workout regimen so monday is usually legs heavy quad dominant light hamstrings light glutes and then it goes chest, shoulder, try, then back and biceps, and then off day. Off day, you still have cardio. You still have cardio and abs, and then you run them back again. Okay, we're going to start Thursday. Um, heavy hamstrings, light quads, and then we'll focus on shoulders and then arms. So like this off season, I really had to focus on my legs and my back to bring them up. So you only work out five days a week. Yeah. So you bring it down like three days on, one day off. Three days on, one day off. Ah, ah. So to me, I have a calendar, and I'm like, okay, every every, yeah. every Monday is chest day, Tuesday yeah. is arms, Wednesday is legs, and that's how I was for a long, long time. But putting so much stress, like 
on my body. And like when you go to the gym, you're not building muscle. You're actually breaking your muscle tissue down. Mm -hmm. So like when you do miss a day mentally, it's like, I'm, I'm a failure. It's so hard to get out of that funk that you need to recover to build more muscle tissue. So if I go six, seven days a week, I'm actually hurting myself more than helping myself. So it's like, okay, if I know I have a family function, I need to go to Thursday for your daughter's softball game. Okay, I'm going to work really hard. and I'm going to take that day as an off day. And just really planning your off days throughout your lifestyle, through your scheduling with family, friends. Yeah. So like, that's how I, I tell my clients to find out their rest day. No, no, I got to tell you, what's what's your guilty pleasure? We all have one. We, you're, you're disciplined to the T. It's fucking pizza. But what's your guilty pleasure? Ah, man. Pastas, <laughs> all the worst shit. It got to be. I love that shit. So crazy. What's your guilty so pleasure? So like, I haven't had bad food in probably over three to four months. So like, after Saturday, ah. Everybody, everybody asks bodybuilders after people that compete. They're like, "What's your first thing you're gonna have after a show?" I'll probably have Chick Fil A. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's that bad food? Oh, like French fries. Okay, okay. okay. Oh, I'm gonna yeah, like. No, no, no. I'm, Jesus chicken. chicken it's Jesus chicken. I'm, I'm, right. going, I'm or, going. Probably for, or, everything's fried. Going oh, for yeah. the French or fries, the milkshakes. I love a good milkshake. Yeah, like okay. I, like during Thanksgiving, I literally hosted Thanksgiving at my house. Everybody ate like good thanksgiving dinner yeah. i'm eating chicken and rice with my family <laughs> i mean whenever yeah. i do that my mom looks at me like what, what restaurant are we going man? to i'm like uh baby it doesn't matter i'm gonna eat chicken and rice wherever we go so it's not yeah. it's up to you whatever you are in the mood for because yeah. i'm gonna eat the same thing so i want to i want to curve back so obviously we talked about your business now i want to go into you know you're a bodybuilder right you're in a sport um that realistically i mean there's not really a lot of there's not rules really zero rules zero, zero. rules so and obviously from watching seth Perosi, he mm-hmm. does a whole thing on that so from what i understand and correct me if i'm wrong because i want to use the right terminology here difference between people using enhancements not using enhancements or how are you on that so i will only train clients who are drug free so there's OCB and like there's other uh, different organizations that are drug free. I'm in the NPC. So the NPC, there's no rules. So you can take any enhancements, take any PEDs, whatever. Like yeah. everybody's on that same playing field. Does that mean I like Joe Schmo in Maryland? That's like, Shh, give me whatever drug I can and I'll look like you. I'm like, you will, I could give you every drug in the world. <laughs> and you will not look like me because you're not disciplined. Yeah. Like all these boat life people that really like, Psh, I got to get jacked. They'll take a little bit of Deca or Tren and they're drinking on top of that. Like, and then you see all these younger kids that their test levels are already through the roof because they're a young guy Yeah, and they're just, just shooting stuff. And I'm like, come on. So I'm taking like 800 megs of tests. Like you can, be already... smart yeah. and like get your blood work done. Like, if I tell everybody and I'm and I never accuse that I'm drug free, like look at me, like come what the fuck, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm genetically gifted with very very thin skin. Mm-hmm. So like when I get ready for shows, yes I do PEDs. I'm trying to win a damn bodybuilding show here. Yes, like I'm trying to be on the Phil Heath and like the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like I'm trying to become an IFBB pro. Those guys aren't drug free. And I will tell anybody, like, 
if you have to take a little bit of testosterone when you're when you hit like age 30 something your test levels drop as a man i get that mm -hmm. if i wasn't a bodybuilder i wouldn't do any of this dumb shit <laughs> any <laughs> any like but, it's yeah. it's just like the egos that you'll see throughout the bodybuilding world it's like oh i need more i need more no you should just rely on your work ethic your diet your sleep your water intake and then sprinkle it on a little bit of peds but you'll see a lot of people just go ape shit and like they might look good on the outside but their organs their liver it's trash yeah like there's there's life to there's life after bodybuilding which a lot of these younger men and also women don't like, i i bodybuild that's not who i am mm -hmm. like i'm not just a bodybuilder you see a lot of people that like if you took bodybuilding away from them they're nope they don't have anything else yeah like yeah i can feel that. i haven't seen you in like 12 12 years yeah like if i was a narcissistic you you'll see a lot of that like throughout our bodybuilding world like yeah. there's like i haven't seen you in 12 years i'm in florida fuck it let's let's go hang out yeah if i can eat my fish and chicken on the ride coming down let's catch up <laughs> right like, there is life to there's life after bodybuilding which most people don't see that vision like win or lose this show coming up at nationals like i'm i've literally have given everything i have everything for this uh, Tell me, what are you taking before the show i have friends that did they drink they've taken like snickers and all that good stuff just to get that extra little sugar rush yeah, some people say they do like a soda so they drink a soda like before just because literally everything just swells so like up. that's actually like the sugar is not what brings out like uh the vascularity it's actually the sodium intake so you'll see a lot of people with uh salt and there's a company called real salt mm -hmm. like pink himalayan salt it's a good salt mm -hmm. but there's a lot it comes from china and there's like some extra garbage actually on top of it so there's a company in america called real salt that actually is a great compound salt and that's i'll push a little bit of sodium through that and like put it on a rice cake and just sodium up big time yeah. and then i will be peeled out of my mind <laughs> ah, so no, no, tell me getting ready for a show you get tan because everyone goes and gets oh, yeah. up. I'm, yeah. too, I'm too pasty white to step <laughs> on stage right now but yeah, you'll, and like with me being so pasty white like i have to get like three or four coats of tanning yeah like when an average person who has like a normal tan or pigment only takes like one or two coats so like i will get lathered up with tan oh man you know it's so, it's, it's it has to be some pros to get into I, I'm, obviously i'm already yeah. tan so i was I, gonna I, say I, yeah I, get, I don't think you need to apply i don't gotta apply anything matter of fact i'm getting a little lighter good dude but the difference is you can actually see your tattoos uh yeah you can't see well yeah, yeah that's I'm, accurate yeah that's why i'm having you so um kind of piggybacking over how, how do you and this is just a random thing caught in my mind because everybody sees these uh headlines the liver king Mm -hmm. that dude yeah right talking shit about how he's always clean i i have my opinion on it i'm gonna tell you there's no fucking way right there's he no actually just got busted this week did he uh -huh. god fine. i didn't see that headline it got, it got busted today or yesterday really came out with his drug protocol yeah i just here's the part i don't understand about it and especially if you're in the world right i know enough just because i've researched enough because i wanted to learn how to yeah. lift and i get it if I really wanted to, like, okay, yeah, I could. But at the same time, like, I'm never going to perform in that arena. So really, for me, it's not- What's it worth? What's it worth? It's you, not- You're a dad. You have kids. Like, there's no big reason. Like, if your test yeah. levels or your sex drive or everything is, like, low, fine. You might have to go get tests prescribed by a doctor. Yeah. Not 
Charlie down the street making a bottle in his yeah. basement. So how do you, I mean, how do you, do you have any opinion on guys that come out and always show, I mean, obviously and there's some that you can tell. I think if you ever watch the, the Joe Rogan podcast, he really shit all over Liver, Liver King about that too. He's like, dude, there's no fucking way he's clean. Yeah. Right. I mean, how do you, when you encounter those types of people, do you kind of like avoid it or do you have like a strong stance against it? Like, dude, if you're on it, just say it. It's just just be honest. Like, I literally like. That's giving false information and false hope to this younger generation like we were talking about. It's like with like social media and like filters. I'm this size because I eat six or seven meals a day. I drink high, I drink tons of water a day. I focus on sleep, but I also use PEDs. Like little Joey is not going to look like me without using PEDs. Yes. Yeah. So how many calories do you eat a day? I mean, thirty five hundred, and I, I, I like right now it's a, it's lower than normal because of again I got to make weight tomorrow. Yeah. Um. But on the off season, like I'll probably be like 250, 260, 260 pounds. Like I'm gonna, I got to make weight tomorrow uh, around two o'clock. I got to be at two twenty five. So like with my calories right now, like with my coach, um, I actually never actually count my calories. I just listen to what my coach says. And my coach actually lives in or, uh, in Orlando. Really? So I have to actually got to train with him today. His name's AJ Sims. Awesome guy. Like, great family guy. He actually cares for the sport and the health. Yeah. Like, he understands, like, there is life to bodybuilding outside of bodybuilding. Yeah. And he takes care of your health, your heart. He runs your blood work. Like, he is a great human being. Yeah. Even outside of the bodybuilding world. How'd you meet him? Um, he's, I sought after him last year to, as a coach on social media and he was actually booked, which was great. Like, that's how, you know, as a coach, like you don't just take on so many people and then you write cookie cutter stuff. He was like, no, sorry, my book's filled maybe next year. And there was an opening and, um, I got in with him and he's changed my life mentally, physically, spiritually, like definitely brought me to a better side of bodybuilding because bodybuilding is for the most part a very self-absorbed sport or hobby you have to because you're, you're focusing on you yeah. there's nobody else to there's nobody on. else pushing you to do it and after this show i'll probably definitely take a step back from bodybuilding to focus on business and work and life how we were talking but but you get your pro card that means you get a chance to compete more how do yeah. you take a step back after you win so you would take i would take a year off just compete. I mean, um, just go back to business, back to working out. Like I'm still always going to work out, but if I, if or when I win this show this weekend, I'm going to probably go from bodybuilding to classic physique. So like, I would only have to drop five more pounds. I've beaten a couple guys that are going to the Olympia right now in the classic physique at local stages. Wow. Isn't the, the classic physique is when you just win like swimming trucks, right? Um, so it goes physiques, board shorts, and then classic physiques like smaller, like cheeky shorts. And then I wear like a man thong. Oh, all right, all right. That, that, now we uh, really now, now now you know that's that was it. a bad decision. We so, were talking about the man thong, man thong. Now, now you got to be real confident. Now we're here. Man -thong. We have to, we have to hit a, we have to hit our segment. So once again on 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 our podcast, we do believe that bad decisions make better stories. So a uh, couple of couple of previous ones that we've had, we always like somebody to tell. Got to throw out a little bit of an embarrassing story on yourself, right? But you don't have to get too detailed, right? Um, but. What's what's something that, that a bad decision you made in your life, and what was the outcome? Something that just instantly sticks in your brain. Wow, that's a. It's been a while. It's been a while. I haven't like done anything. <laughs> the, the, the brain isn't even fully developed until you're twenty five. Like, so you were making 
adult decisions at 20. But you had to deviate at some point. Dude, it's like sitting next to Captain America. Yeah. Everything's yeah, always good. Everything's I, good. Probably like being a bartender, I made a lot of dumb decisions like drinking and driving, which like definitely was an idiot move. I feel like everybody's done that, that I was literally drinking and driving and the police officer told me to get out of the car and thank God the police officer knew who I was. And he literally said, park your car, let your parents pick you up. And if I see this car moved by tomorrow, you're getting arrested. Yeah, lucked out. And then he literally came into the bar the next day and he, and I said, thank you so much. Because if he would have gave me a DUI, I would have, Yeah, my whole life would have changed. You would have derailed yeah. your, your life in a different direction. Yeah, by easily. All means. So, see, that's actually the reason why we have the segment. A lot of times, especially with someone, because I have a lot of bad decisions that I've gone through. <laughs> but ultimately, go through the process, right? And you realize, holy shit, it actually worked out for the best. Yeah. So, and then let's be real. If, if depending on, you know, it's probably a couple, several years ago since that happened, but you feel like it changed your path a little bit, kind of put you a little bit in a more serious note. Oh, big time. Like after that happened, I was like, I'm, what am I doing? Like, I'm, I was a young bartender at 21. Now I'm 32. Like that's where I really, I was like, you know what? I'm, if I want to be a top notch trainer or top notch strength and conditioning coach, like yeah. I can't be drinking, can't be driving like an idiot. Like you get behind one wheel, bad, bad decision, mm-hmm. and your whole life's ruined. Your family lost you, or anything like that. Like those are huge things. So you no longer drink at all. <sighs> I, <laughs> Man, that's that's like maybe a glass of wine here and there, but like I've been in prep for like four months. Like I haven't had any alcohol in like a long time. I mean, that's a good. I feel like no one tells the truth about alcohol, but. Every time I drink, I feel like I'm doing myself a disservice. Even if it's a little glass, it's like, you don't really need it. Your mindset changes a lot. I, I'm going to agree with you on that 100%. When I was in college, dude, I partied every night. Yeah. There was no doubt. Yeah. I mean, we were roommates. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I partied a lot. We would. There would be nothing going on. It would be a fucking Thursday night. I'd be up till 12, drinking a 12-pack of Bush, and we'd be playing 2K or something. Yeah. And he's doing it all by himself. And Yeah. And there's drink. no reason, right? <laughs> it's just like, I'm in college. We're having a great time. But the older I get... Now, it's just, it's like, okay, everybody's having a good time. Like, yeah, let's grab a beer or something. And then in the front of my mind, not the back of my mind anymore, it's like, I'm going to feel like shit. Even yeah. after three beers, I'm going to feel like dog shit. I got shit I got to do tomorrow. We're too and, busy. We're too, we have too much yeah. stuff to lose. And like again, like if you're too, if you're too tired being a dad, you're not going to get up and go play with your kids. Was those three drinks worth it? No. It's like, and it's so funny because literally on the pod, literally on the pod, we usually always have drinks, right? And that's pretty much one of the only times that I really drink at all. That's a, that's a drink and, of the week for me. And a lot of times yeah. we utilize that, you know, just because we love, we want, we want the our guests to feel as comfortable as possible. Like yeah. Bring your setting in here, you know. So, I mean, but I I totally get where you're coming from, especially with the the change of mindset as you get older. It's just like. We have too much yeah. to lose. Yeah. And again, like, since, like, you're really into fitness, like, you're into fitness, like, depending on how drunk or how, we'll say, fucked up you get, yeah. it takes your body three to four days to get back to where you just were. Yeah. So, like, all the gym bros are like, you're messing with the gains. And how many of our friends, and like, definitely in Baltimore, Maryland, like, there's not much to do other than drink. For real. Like, everybody goes to games, or there's Monday Night Football, Twisted Tuesdays, it's hump day, oh, it's Thursday, it's ladies' night, we're already at the weekend. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, that's the cool thing to do. And if you're not doing that, you get made fun of. 
And like all of our friends are usually drinking that third or fourth day. And then they're not taking care of their health. And then their health declines. And then what happens after that? Their mental health declines and their loved ones. Everything trickles down from that. I mean, it, it, it says a lot to be disciplined. It, it does. I feel a whole lot better when I'm just staying clean is all outdoors. Um, for me, the moment I drink the very next day, I'm waking up and I'm, re- I'm running in a, a egregious amount of miles just so I don't feel, I can feel the alcohol leaving my just body. Just getting out. Just getting it out. Like even tonight when we're done with this, we're all, we're heading to the sauna and we're just going to sweat it out yeah. because I don't want to have any of that alcohol inside That toxin in your body for yes. the next day. It's, it's the only way I can feel good about what I'm doing. It's like, I have to think, okay, once you do this, you got to do this. You got to do this. It's, there's no in between. There yeah. is no like, oh, I got, I got drunk today. I'm going to get drunk tomorrow. There is no, I was telling my friend this. I think I was telling you this early. Mm-hmm. When I go on vacation, it has to be a difference between vacation and real life. So mm-hmm. if I'm drinking every day, then and I go on vacation and I'm drinking. All I did was do the just same. Change the location. <laughs> that, yeah. that was it. Like just change the location. What was the reason of me going on vacation to yeah. really relax? So I have to have something that leads up to that. That's yeah. why I ask you when you go on vacation. Like when do you take vacation? Because I rarely take vacation unless this guy tells me, "Hey, we're going somewhere. Let's you, take a break. Let's take a break." Like yeah. other than that, is go 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 go. Yeah. Even on the weekends because. That's the time when no one else is working. Yeah. So it's like we're getting one up. Yeah, I, I gotta keep going. I gotta. Hey, I got two more days. I got two more days. At the end of the month, I'm at 31, and you did uh, 26. So I just know for a fact I'm four days in front of you, and then follow fast forward to another month. I'm eight days in front of you. Follow a whole year. I'm a whole month ahead of you, and you will never catch up. Exactly. Yeah. But at the end of the day, okay, we're up further ahead than everybody. But how much did you take off your mental health? It's yeah. such a tough decision. Like, yeah. I give up so much for this, but did you were like, did I get my time? Did I get Matt time? Like, yeah. did we actually give ourselves time to like recoup and rethink of like, hey, I took a day off. And like, when you have a day off, you can actually think about, okay, let's think about our job, our podcast. What can we brainstorm? Like, when we're go, 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 we can't actually take a step back from the business and look at, to, at our business from like a different outlet. And it's hard, man. Yeah. It's, it's real tough. Well, to me, I read a book. And this was by Kobe. Shout out to Kobe. Um, he said he woke up at four four o'clock in the morning, and by the time eight o'clock hit, he was able to give everyone else his time. Because you put it, because I put it first. in four o'clock in the morning. Yep. So for me, I don't ever feel like I don't have enough time unless I don't wake up at four a.m. Yeah, and it, that's a battle just between you. Yeah. There is no one else. No one's waking you up to get you out at all. If I decide to press snooze and that's just roll back, it's it's a battle between. And I know yeah. for the rest of the day, I didn't start the day off right. I didn't give me time before I I plug in and give anyone else time and give anyone else effort. I need to sit down and give me time, whether that's going to the gym or running. Or just doing something that allows me to For release. You. That I don't feel like I'm overwhelmed when I have to give the mic time or the mat yeah. time. Because I feel great each and every day. People ask me, like, why are you so happy? Why are you excited? I'm like, I woke up this morning and I gave me time. Yeah. And and I don't have to worry about 
the stress that other people put on you. Yeah. Because you can wake up and get a bad message. But nobody's up at 4 o'clock in the morning. People no, are going to sleep at no, 4 a.m. Nobody can mess with you then. Yeah, nobody's again, messing me at 4 a.m. If you yeah. me, if you call me at 4 a.m., you got a problem. You you, you should issues. be talking to Jesus. That's it. That's you that's the only person. Issue. You got a real issue. I, and if I, you I, win the morning, you win the day. Yes. I, I, I like that. I like that. I, I think that should be the slogan for this. If you win the morning, you win the day. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, I do. I actually want to. Um, we had another topic. I do want to throw this out. We've gotten into actual fucking arguments about this shit. So, um, realistically, we're, we speak shit into the future, right? You're going to be a professional fucking athlete come this weekend. Professional fucking athlete, right? Obviously, what you do for a living, you even said it's not really, it's not just about coming up with individualized workout schedules and eating habits. Like a lot of it is mental health. Right. Mm -hmm. So I asked this question to a professional athlete, right? How do you feel about participation awards in today's society? Bullshit. Fuck it's, yeah. It's literally messing with the mental health because fuck yeah. When okay. you get okay. again, I still train athletes, I still train them. Okay. When they get into the real world mm -hmm. of getting participation and then finally the job or boss tells you, hey, you fucking suck. Like you lost. Like you, you're fired. Yeah. People don't know how to take that, and it's teaching kids zero adversity. And you have to like, like how many coaches said, "Hey, you suck. You got cut from a team." Sooner or later, a coach is going to tell you you're not good enough. That's Somewhere along, along the lines of football or any sports we played, you're not good enough, and you got to be able to handle that. I'm telling you, man. So we get into this argument, right? I'll give you the premise. Oh, I can't wait for this. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the other side, so Keanu has a little bit of a different view. I agree with you 1,000%. For all the parents out there, I'm telling you right now, listen to listen to the understanding of what he just said. Participation awards, okay, your kid gets a medal. At what age? Huh? At what age do you cut off participation? I, me, personally? That's a good point. That's a good point. I'll give you okay, that. You want to expand it a little bit. We're going to go micro here. So I don't think they should be allowed at any age at all. Why not? What do you mean, why not? Tell me, I, I need an ex explanation Here's as to why thing. not. No one, kids have to understand, it's great that you played, right? But if you didn't win, why the fuck are you getting a trophy? Why are you getting a medallion? Why are you getting this shit? You didn't earn it because you didn't win. If you don't win, and, and, and kids, like Avery's an eight and under softball. They had a playoff game last night. They lost, right? They lost. Did they walk away with anything? No. No, they did not. And they shouldn't because they know now they didn't do enough to be better than the other team because they lost. So when we come home, and this is what I said, I think that it comes from the coach. You have to have a positive influence to mesh with you after a loss. You can't just leave the kid to themselves because kids don't understand how to handle those emotions. Yeah, They don't understand how to handle those feelings. It's a coach's and a parent's job to make sure that you filter that and direct it in the right in the right direction, right? So when they lost, I said, hey, you lost. Well, we're not going to get a trophy now. You're right. You're not because you guys didn't play good enough. Let's work harder. Work harder. Now, you know that what you did all offseason now to get you here is not good enough. Now you know you need to do more. Brings, out more, brings out more out of a human being. That's my point. So um, we, I have a son. His, his name is Mikey. Mikey will score six touchdowns in a game, right? 
Mikey's just a hell of an athlete. Stud. He's just a stud. I, I, I piss excellence. I mean, I'm excited it's about it. It's a hard life you have. It's, it's, <laughs> a, hard, it's <laughs> a hard life you have. <laughs> Nevertheless. I mean, yeah, because in flag football, I think what? Our team, we had, what, 11 players? There was three players that scored touchdowns, and 90% of them came from Mikey. Yeah, that's so all he's, he's, he's an athlete. He's an athlete. But the difference is we passed out medals to all the kids because just because Mikey's better, you're giving the same amount of effort. We had kids that were running full speed. They just weren't fast. You mean it's it's not you're giving the same effort as he is. He's just better. There's no you deserve an award as well because I seen you run to the snot come out of your nose. Like you're giving you're doing exactly you how you gave 100%, but like that's your team. Yes. That's great. But if my team beats the shit out of your team, your team shouldn't get shit. My team should. So we can't get a oh, we can't get a medal? No. Just At what age though? So they're 8. So at 8 I believe it's okay for him to get a medal. I'll give you an eight. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll switch it up because I didn't say, like, they're still learning as kids mentally. They're still growing. But, like, I don't know. Like, when do you guys go to a bigger field for football? Because I didn't play football. What's That's a question. Like, what like, do you guys? Oh, he can do it at eight. They can be in a bigger yeah, you field. Can do okay. It. Basically, the moment that you join contact. Yeah. Okay. That's when you go to a bigger so field. So, like, with baseball, it's like, I think U12. You go to, like, a 90-foot diamond. I feel like after 12 or, like, U12 to U15, like, that participation shit's got to stop. But, like, I don't, I don't know what age, but at a young age, everybody should get something. I understand that. Like, you're trying to build these kids' confidence. But sooner or later, you're going to have to clip their feet out from underneath and be like, get the fuck up and roll. You know what? I, in my opinion, don't even start it. You don't got a jersey. <laughs> you got a jersey. You got, you a, got jersey. a chance to play. You got a chance to see if you like it, right? And a great... Great concept that I heard from from um, he's actually a trainer named Jimmy Jimmy Smith I think okay he's a British dude right fucking love him because he keeps it very direct and very real right he said no I I I didn't play football you know I didn't look at it and say oh, I want to play football because you know and then I, I get big and no I played football because I was big and fast I didn't get big and fast because I wanted to play football some people can't do that some people aren't blessed with those types of genetics right. So you, if you love the sport and you want to play it, that's great. But if you suck, you suck. There's nothing that nothing that I can do to change genetics, but the work you put in can make you better. Absolutely. It can make you contribute to the team. And if you don't win, you got a jersey. You got something. <laughs> I look at it like in the sense of mental health. The suicide is at an all-time high. Nobody really talks about this. But those peers that don't get an award at anything in life that they do, those are the ones that you see that are active shooters because they're just looking for some type of recognition for what they're doing. So, like, I post on Instagram um, to talk about this. At age 12, I try to kill myself. And I try to hang myself because I thought I was a burden to everybody. I posted on social media, and, like, I posted on social media doing uh, a white, white pieces of paper telling my story to, again, I was... I, think I posted my story when I was like age 25 or 26 at the girlfriend I asked at the time I was like I train a lot of athletes like tons and they're looking at coach Malley he's got a great business he's a big guy well if coach Matt can get through it so can I so at age 12 the suicide rate is the highest actually and it's actually higher in males and the numbers in Maryland might be a little bit different from Florida I don't know but the suicide rate is ridiculous and like with the Again, social media, the suicide rates is going up and up and up. So, like, the participation, there's got to be, like, a give and take. 
I feel like you can't just keep giving these kids participation trophies for a long time because when they do hit adversity, that's where they go down that bad path. But at a young age, like you got to give them something. Matt, if you had succeeded with that, you'd have never seen that oh, life was going to get better. I wouldn't be hanging out with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but that's Fuck what yeah, I'm saying. Podcast. It's it's a moment. If you had someone that gave you an award and said, "I seen the effort that you put in," that would have given you enough to say, "I want that same attention again." If my dad was more in my life, I feel like I wouldn't have tried it. Okay. Exactly what the fuck I was saying. I don't need a medal. What you need is a positive influence. You need the responsibility for a 12-year-old, right? I think, because this is my opinion. Again, you guys can crucify me in the comments if you want. I don't give a shit. I hope so. I'm very confident in what the fuck I'm saying. I hope they crucify you. I think, number one, if you said it yourself, if my dad was more involved... I'd have been much more fulfilled. An award wouldn't have done shit for him. An award wouldn't have done that. Oh, I got a little medal that says I tried. Where's your trophies right now? I don't even know. Okay, no. No, I'm gonna tell oh, I'm shit, gonna tell you right job. now. They didn't matter. My dad would wake up and we would run around Washington Park in Colorado. And it's a three mile trail. It's beautiful. Flowers everywhere, indoor swimming pool, you name it. But three o'clock in the morning. He's running. He's not waiting for you. If you don't keep up with him, he'll straight dust you. It, it, I'll see you at the finish line. And I'm going to start the car. And if you're not there, when I get to, I'm going to leave you here. It's six miles to get back home. So either you stay with me. Or you're getting left. Or you're getting, that's a six mile walk back home. Yeah. So he was at, I want to say I was 11 at that time, 68 pounds. He was telling me yesterday's results. Don't matter. Every day, you got to put your best foot forward. That's an interesting. And I, I say that's that, awesome, man. Like I wish I would have had that shit in my life. And I say that to say, I I didn't care about yesterday's results. So when it came to trophies, I don't need to hold on to those because my dad isn't gonna let me say I, I I beat you yesterday. Okay, good. You beat me to the car. Everything tomorrow, you better do the same thing. Everything yeah. you're saying is proving the point. You, it's it is not the responsibility He's of like, metal. shit. It, it's, it's everything you're like saying. Is your dad plate. being in your life, pushing you to be better and greater. That's amazing. Like you can't put a trophy on that. You, you can't. really can't. That's why I said I, I can't have a trophy. But it's a lot of think about the generation that we have. I, I'm not even talking about my generation. I'm talking about the generation before me. There's a lot of women that just take the kid, and they're fatherless. Yeah. So that has nothing to do. How do you empower that kid? That had no say so on whether he wanted trainers to and coaches. Like here's, here's what I'll tell you, and this is why I said what you're saying is proving my point. It is not the responsibility of a 12 year old to handle their own emotions and thought processes because they can't do it, especially in today's generation of instant gratification, scrolling on Quick. the fucking phone. They're constantly comparing themselves to what they see, or the next Snapchat, or the next TikTok. That's it. It's so sad. It is, and it, it is the adult's responsibility. To put, coach them, put the right influence in that individual to help them grow and understand, okay, you're not happy with where you're at, but get up with me at three, run, here's the results you're going to get, right? You got better. You became a phenomenal 
athlete. You played college football. You could have played. And you, matter of fact, you were a multi-sport person, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many different things you could have done because you had the right influence. But and this is not just necessarily for sports. Obviously, we're on sports because we all played sports. And you're, I mean, we're sitting next to a pro athlete <laughs> as a Saturday, right? But that can be in anything. You can do that in anything, but you have to have the right support system. It is the responsibility of the adults around. And this is another reason why I was so desperate and I reached out to him months ago. His posts on social media are nothing but fucking positivity and building up the successes of his clients and the people that he works out with, the people that he trains. It's constantly like, oh, you know what? Two pounds. Two pounds is something. Two pounds is progress, baby. Like I do have some clients that I train athletes that don't have a dad. And I don't take on that father figure, but I definitely take on that role of, hey, stay out of trouble. Don't get detention. If you want to go play D1 ball, this is what we have to do. If you want to go to Weber to get a scholarship, this is what you need to do. Like my dad worked all the time. Like he just wasn't around because he was working so much. And like he just wasn't there. Like having somebody like I had one coach that really pushed me to be better. And he's the one who guided me. If you don't have somebody like an, like and somebody who's influencing your life, you're going to be a lost child or teenager that like is just out there in the world, not having a path. And that's hard. It's that's real I'm tough. And I'm telling you right now, the world that we live in today of instant gratification and social media, that's what's causing the uprise because they're constantly comparing themselves. When I was coming up, my dad was, well, a lot of people in the pod know about my dad, <laughs> but I will say this. When I got to high school, he didn't know. He didn't go to any of my games, but he talked to me from time to time. But I followed guys like Julius Peppers. That was my fucking hero. He was a defensive end for the Carolina Panthers. He played it for the UNC Tar Heels, mm -hmm. right? And I idolized this dude. I didn't have Facebook. I didn't have all this other stuff where I could see other, all this other stuff. I learned what I could about him, his training regimen, the way he did things, all that stuff. That motivated me. I never even met the dude. I had an opportunity to meet him. I went to a game once. I was like 12, and he was walking over, and I fucking froze like a little, like a little bitch. <laughs> uh, I could have got his autograph and everything. I was like, that, uh. my dad was like, what the fuck are you doing, right? But that's what I'm talking about. It's... I don't think necessarily I agree with don't take on the father role, right? But be the influence. It is the adult's responsibility not to be a parent all the time, but to provide the influence. It's a responsibility of all of us. When we get to a certain age, reach back, pull a kid up. That's on all of us as adults. That's what I'm talking about. I don't think an award can do anything for a child. I think that the right influence and the right motivation from a person that really gives a shit is what changes a kid's life. I mean, you know, only people have that in a coach or a teacher or a mentor or a pastor, but th that holding on that somebody's going to care out in this world, man, people are, are don't even lift their heads up. The majority of the time yeah. I'm driving, I'm seeing people next to me it's very hard looking at their phone the entire time. So it's, you're you're asking for something that's depreciating, that's going in the opposite direction. You don't have many people, male or female, that are trying to set themselves apart. Most people, like you say, well, if he went out and didn't have a drink, like, why are you not drinking? Like, you're not cool, man. You're not cool. Like, yeah. it's not cool to be disciplined. Or so, different. Or different. For that matter, everybody wants you to be the exact same as you see the people around yeah. you. So when I say the participation award is, is necessary, it's because... For that very day, 
that kid know the effort that he put in was enough to get an award. If I give it my all, win, lose, or draw, I get something for this. It's just like going to work. If I was a greeter at Walmart, I don't have to be a great greeter. You better get paid, though. But I still get a participation award called a paycheck. And it, I just put my time in. I didn't. It didn't matter whether I did. I was great or bad. I mean, good or bad. I still got that participation. But would you winner. rather be a greeter at Walmart or the general manager at Walmart? Come on. So, it, it, my I, God, dude, right I, here, I, dude. I, I really right here. That, don't leave me hanging. That's on that. based Come off on. of how you were raised. Because if you have people, I have friends that aren't from this country. So when they wake up, half, and our, half our Weber College was literally all international people. <laughs> you mean like they were all international? But I feel like it's where you come from. Who like sort of, like again? I'm from, I'm coming from Baltimore City, like straight up. Like I'm going to make it out of where I was because that's the only choice you fucking have. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't want to be stuck where I was. I don't want to be doing the same shit my dad did or living paycheck to paycheck. I don't want to be that fucking Walmart greeter. Nothing against them. I want more out of life. Yep. Like I want to be the general manager. It's just. Do you think being an entrepreneur? is gifted to you or do you have to actually work for it? You have to work for it. But I, I, I say that to say, because you require more, it doesn't mean I require more. I have people like that are from Kenya. And they're like, Keon, I had to wake up and outrun the cheetah in order to survive. And forget the shelter. They can still come into the shelter. So there is no sense of security. All I got to do is wake up and go to Walmart and, and wear an outfit, and I pay all my bills, and I eat four square meals. Sign me up. I don't care if I'm a greeter. That's winning to them because I don't have to. Oh, I get it. I don't have fear for life. But <laughs> if I was raised in Africa, and then I came over here. Yeah, that's a win. That's a win. I get that. But neither one of us did that. Okay, you got you got you got a good point. You got like your dad, and I'm today's like pretty much the first day in twelve years. I've actually met you at college. Like if your dad said you're a greeter at Walmart. From what you've told me, he'd be pissed off at you. Yeah, I mean, you don't get it twisted because he always, you know, <laughs> but he, you mean like he never told me that, that was enough. That was the influence. That's, that's influence. Like that's to have that father figure in your life is top notch. But again, like I'm actually glad my dad wasn't really in my life because it pushed me to be where I am at today. But again, like it's everybody has a different life and a different path. Like to have your dad help you, which is great. That's awesome. Again, like your dad didn't show up to your games. My dad didn't show up to mine. Like that shit sucked. Yeah. But again, like it is what it is. Everybody's dealt a path, but at a certain age, it's like, come on, tie your own shoes and get this shit together. You yeah. can't have a participation trophy all day long and just say, Hey, here's a little ass slap. Good job. You made it to the next day. You'll never get that raise. You'll never get that advancement throughout business. No one's going to give two shits when you get to a certain age. Participation trophies, I'll say you 12 or younger, fine. You're teaching them something. But after that, when they get into high school, no one gives a shit. Like if you want to be a state champ, you don't get state champ appreciation or participation awards. You're a state fucking champ. The only thing you get second third fourth, no one cares no, no one remembers second place i, yeah, I, I take that back it. i ran track i came second place a lot i was happy with that silver medal it, it, it meant i was that much close i was much, that much better did you ever win first yeah of course and how'd you feel when you were, well, of course won? i walked around <laughs> like i was a man on, but, but knowing that you outraced every single human being and won is and the best feeling because you and that's know, in miami so yeah like you're a stud like 
I don't want to lose. And if you lose and you come, ha- if you're happy with second place, you'll be always happy with second place. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Like I, me winning Baltimore's best trainer four years in a row. Okay, cool. I won that today. No one cares. Guess what? Tomorrow's the next day. Just like your dad said, Hey, cool. I beat you yesterday. I'm gonna beat you again. Tomorrow I gotta wake up and do my job so I can win it f- the f- fifth time in a year or a fifth time in a row. Yeah. Like coming in second place is fucking a joke. So it's unacceptable because the standard that you set is too high. And, and, I, high. and I tell everyone it's only because of your personal standard. Yeah, totally. Like, because your discipline, second place is unacceptable. If I won second place right now and I was competing against you and my discipline meter wasn't as high as you were, I know what it's going to take for me to get to that next level. And I know the reason why I'm where I am right now. Yeah. So as long as you know why oh, yeah. that's you're a in big, that position. That's a big win. If you got better, like say if you came in second place and you still had a better time than your last track meet, that's a win. Yeah, that's a PR. That's that's great. That's yeah. huge. Taking th- these losses and just reevaluating them or having the the trainer or the coach, hey, you didn't win, but guess what? Your arm pumping and your arm slot was better this time. That's a win. Like yeah. a lot of times you're not just a loser, you're not just this. We actually got a little bit better. And like breaking things down the, like that little stepping stone yes. to get you to first place. On the track team, that's what it's all about. Now you're breaking down the influence. This is what comes after I didn't win. This is what comes after. This is the motivation. Like, okay, are you happy with second place? Evaluate, right? No, we didn't win. But at the same time, last year you did this. You came in 10th. You improved your time by two seconds, right? Like, that's amazing. My knee drive was better. My knee uh, All all those things. things. That's a win. That's what I'm saying. Maybe I didn't get first place, but I still won. Yeah. And I want to add in, this isn't, this is, we're going off the basis of of sports right now, Mm -hmm. right? We're not talking about winning in sports, right? We're talking about anything that you have a passion for, for what you want to do. That could be fucking anything, right? And I think, oh, shit. Who's, um, I'm really losing my mind, dude. Um, you remember a uh, movie came out, um, Compton. Oh, my God. Ice Cube and... Friday? No, 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 no. Um, like the origin story for Ice Cube and the whole thing. Uh, you, you, you lost me. I yeah. can't remember. You know how many mo- movies Ice Cube I know, I know. Like, no, he, not, no, the guy, guy played... NWA? I, the NWA yeah, yeah, movie? like the movie about NWA. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. Who was, who was the, the DJ that was in there? Don't make me lie to you. I don't know. I've never seen NWA. Really? No, no, no. I mean, I grew up listening to their music. I don't have to watch the story. But again, like they were all influencers. Like, yeah, they no, were all influencers. They, they didn't have a blueprint. They but just went after it and they just did their thing. They there said, was there was a guy that was in there. And forgive me for not remembering because I watched the movie. And honestly, I was I was fucking jacked up at the end. I was like, hell yeah, I'm gonna go do me. But they said there would. He's been like 25 years. He's only been out of his booth for two weeks because he loves it. He found the thing that he loved Passion. and strived to be the best. And that's what that's what we're getting at. That's the whole reason I even point that. I was going to use it as an analogy, but I really fucking fumbled that. But besides that, I mean, once you find the thing that you're supposed to do, a lot of times, like what you do, let's be real, it's not really work anymore. No, it's it's a passion. I love it. And like I've had a lot of people, even my parents, who I love to death, they were like, when are you going to get a real job? When are you going to get a real job? Like This is your career. I have a real job, mom and dad. I'm financially stable. I'm doing what I love. Like every day I wake up to go into my job, 
I'm actually excited. Like I get to help people. I don't want to sit at a desk. Yeah. I'd throw the desk out the window because I couldn't do it or yeah. type out a computer and be an accountant. But if you're great at being an accountant and running numbers and you're top notch at it, fucking own that shit. That's what I'm talking about. Find you- the thing that, that you are supposed to do. Once you find that, honestly, that motivation to want to be the best in that area kind of naturally comes. And you're just living. We get one life to live. Like yeah. do what makes you happy. And if you yeah. can actually pay your bills doing whatever you love, you're winning. Speaking of one life to live. Now, I'm, I'm going to go back. This is all the way back. This is going to sound like it's off topic, but I really want to hear what made you transition from going from natural to PED? Because you got one life. You got one life. You're going to so live it to the fullest. I've never really like overdone it with PEDs. Um, I've always got my blood work done. That's a great question. Like I've always relied on genetics, work ethic, and just like sleeping in my training regimen. I just knew if I wanted to make it in the bodybuilding world, because like my first show, I was drug free and I won. But then like the next show I did, I actually flew back out to California and did bodybuilding again. And I went against like giants and I was like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? And then I found out they're running steroids, some PEDs, all this shit. I'm like, all right. So after college, like I went to the everybody calls it like the dark side. And have you ever seen a again nothing against natural competitors? More power to them. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I take my hats off to you guys. Like I train all natural athletes. I want to because it's not. I'm not willing to coach someone's coach somebody for a drug uh, drug show and fuck up their life or their health, but. You've never seen anybody on a magazine or sponsorships or anything who's natural. When you think of a bodybuilder, you think of a freak show, honestly. Yeah, good point. I mean, I, I didn't know back at, back at what I was looking at. I didn't know Rodney Coleman was on steroids. I didn't. I just thought he was just like, yeah, yeah buddy. He was like, just wait, going for it. You he's know, a chicken and rice, and he got fucking huge. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like but That's at a young age, like... We didn't even have this information. Like back in the day, you would have to see magazines that, like, mech, uh, the mech, or some type of protein. Maximum? Yeah, Max Muscle. They're not saying, oh, if you drink creatine, you'll get jacked like Ronnie Coleman. You take this protein, you'll look like Jay Cutler. Nah, motherfucker. <laughs> they're like shooting growth. Now they're doing insulin, test, DECA, everything under the sun. And the, guess what? That's what. They, they again they work hard they have no life other than bodybuilding but they do take peds yeah so it, it has to be but we were always taught like and that even now in this generation it's still like a, a forbidden no no oh, it's like it, it's, it's like a dark path but like if you see now it's like have you seen what the rock looks like mm-hmm. come on everybody's using some type of steroid so you think the rock is on steroids yes easily <laughs> yeah. At age forty or fifty, whatever how old he is, uh, yeah, I think he's in his fifties. Yeah. Fifty years old, your test levels are dropped dramatically, and he's shredded to the bone just as much as me. Like he's about to step on stage. Like all these actors, all these people, like these fitness influencers who don't even compete. I know tons of fitness influencers that don't even compete. They use some type of Winstraw, Anavar, some type of drug. See, I always taught. I was always told that like as long as you have testosterone in your body, like as we get older, you get past your thirties. You want you want to have testosterone. You want to help that. It's only it's not going to be the adverse effect that you have if you were in your twenties when you're raged out. When yeah. you're in your you're in your thirties and you're taking testosterone, it just helps out your libido. It helps yep. out your 
your recovery. It has so many good side benefits. Yeah. Too. But most people overdo it. Yeah, and, and that's okay. that's on a normal level that it has those benefits. But some of those guys, like we talked about, it's really fuck yourself up, and they go way over. way overboard. There's so many deaths in the bodybuilding world, definitely lately. Oh, there's tons. And again, like, am I willing to risk my life for a plastic trophy? Like after this show, I'm going to to take a good year of just relaxing. So, so what you having a coach that that helps you not overdo it? I would have like I've coached myself from pretty much all my shows mm-hmm. until this one. And I never overdid it before. I just always relied on my work ethic and everything like that. And now it's just like having a coach really focus on my blood work even more is awesome. Just having a great quality human being by my side to push me and to when to push this, when to take this, when to do this, when to do that. And the healthiest ways possible when I'll tell everybody and the people that I do talk to, Bodybuilding is the most unhealthiest hobby ever, ever. I'm supposed to be promoting health and wellness. Mm -hmm. The shit we do to step on stage, I literally drop my my calories down drastically. I'm dehydrated. I could probably pass out after I flex so damn much. Oh, yeah. Big time. Like What I'm doing for a show is unhealthy. That's why I don't coach people for drug, drug shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a massive sacrifice, dude. Like reading more into it, and, like, it's understanding. insane. It's and you it's still want to move forward. Like, yep, this is what I'm gonna do yep. with my life. It's like, <laughs> yep, <laughs> I can't it, wait to do it, this. It, shit. It's, yeah. it's just as unhealthy as drinking and and doing drugs. It's just the difference is it's a different outlet for me. But after this year, and I turned pro, that's a milestone that I've always wanted to hit. And then after that, I'm like, okay, let me reevaluate my life, reevaluate business. I want to have a family. I want to have yeah. kids. Like, if you shoot and do so many PDs, you're putting yourself at risk not to have kids. So what's the side effects to yours? What to, you what, to what you're taking to be show ready, what's the side effects? Um, I would say probably, like, losing out on, like, quality of sleep. I don't overdo drugs. Um, I just take, like, the best, bare minimum of, like, sometimes, like, as a bikini competitor. Like, bikini competitor girls also take stuff, too, as well. Oh, Yeah. I might need. I might need. I might need to go to this show. This, <laughs> but, what do you mean? Um, I I'm not taking so many drugs that can really risk my liver, my heart health. Like I'm taking so many supplements, like vitamins, to really protect my body drastically. So what kind? What kind of vitamins? Because this is all introductory. You're I'm introduced. Pee real quick. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you do all these. We you actually, get show yeah, ready. We gotta we gotta get into the uh, the final segment here. I, I want to say this is the craziest thing about uh, guys understand that, you know, he's getting ready for a show. So it's yeah. a lot more uh, just hydration that's going in and out of your body. If you touch your skin, there is no elasticity to it. It's just yeah. all skin to, to bone to muscle. Yes, like it's, it it's, is. it's compacted. Like, like 1% body fat. Yes. Which yeah. Is insane. That's, that's just right. your, you have a health risk. Yeah. Thinking about that. But to go into this knowing that I can't do anything else unhealthy because I'm already doing something unhealthy in yeah. order to get, in order to get the gains, get, to get the gains, gains, gains. I, I think it's all about growth. And I, I want to make sure before we get on the end segment that we, we highlight that. Like as a, as a human, as a man, I just want to grow as much as possible. Yeah. 
I mean, that, that, that goes into, and that's each and every year. It has nothing to do with just working out and, and the aesthetically pleasing part of life. What happened? No, keep going. So I, I, I say that to say you're, what you do for life, for, for a living, I do for life. Every year, I want to get better. I want to look better. I want to train smarter. How can I? It, it, we just celebrated his birthday. And all I do every year on every birthday, the, the goal is to get older, but to be smarter, to be wiser. People get older and their legs hurt, their hips hurt. It hurts getting out of bed. I don't want to be 20 years from now feeling like, man, I overdid it. Yeah. But if I stayed consistent and I kept the movement going and I was taking care of myself in the best way and shape as, as possible, I'll be in a better position to continue to look yeah. forward. I thought The Rock was all natural. I may sound crazy. Well, I'm not as hell. friends with him, but like at age 50, and there's another guy like named like Michael Hearn. Like there's a lot of guys that say they're natural, but like, come on, that's like me saying I'm natural. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I think I actually do remember you. You were actually smaller when you were at Weber. Like at, I uh, played college soccer at Weber. Like I was shredded. Yeah. I was shredded to the bone. Like I've always had very, very, I was always veiny, very vascular, very thin skin. Um, so that was a good genetic trait that I had. Like genetics play a huge role in bodybuilding. I just had to pack on more size. So, dude, all right. So I hate, I hate to do this, but we gotta, we gotta finish on the segment. Go ahead. God, I'm not gonna lie. This is good shit. But uh, all right. So for the final segment of what we do is uh, drum roll, blah 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 blah. So we have. Joe's barbecue spice of the month, right? So basically, it is your vibe over the last month. Something that's put you in the moment, something that's made you feel good. Could be something small, could be something big, just anything that we go through. Um, for instance, an example, I think Keon's uh, vibe for the last pod of the month was um, celebrating Christmas with Mikey. No, I took him shopping. Yeah, I, took took my, shopping. I took my son shopping, and yeah. as I'm taking him shopping, I'm buying all these gifts and so on and so forth. And I, I showed him a video of it, like all these blow up uh, yeah. lawn ornaments. He was like, Dad, I, I let my son curse a little bit. So he's like, Dad, light this shit up. So yeah. I, I got, you know, the Mandalorian, uh, what's it, the Grinch, yeah. Minions. I got it all. And he That's wants, awesome. He, he wants that. So. And as I'm getting to the line, the guy was like, are you done? He's staring at my son. And he's like, are you done? I was like, yeah. You don't see all this stuff in the cart? And he looks at me dead in my eyes and he hands me $100 and he's like, go get some more. I remember having a son and I couldn't give him everything his heart desired. He's only going to be that small for so much longer. Go get him some more stuff. Yeah. And to me, that was like, that was my spice. That was his vibe. That was my vibe was because you, vibe you, it's just helping each other out. And that's amazing. That's However, a great core me memory that you'll never, that is amazing. And so, my son didn't even know. He was like, hey, that's why I said the last, I like this guy. <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah. He's, he's good. Last month. Uh, and then again, just another example, mine in the same podcast was much more inferior. <laughs> mine was that, that, that vibe hit when you can't sleep and you kind of go in that refrigerator and you see that perfect fucking midnight snack. And you're like, what'd you get? Oh, sh dude, Lucky Charms. Nice. Yo, I'm <laughs> cereal. I'm, and I'm not a huge cereal guy all the time, but I'll tell you what. I looked at that box. I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna digest all of that, and I'm gonna fall asleep instantly because this shit is gonna hit, and, and it's gonna be so good. That's awesome. So that was my vibe. So that's just a little bit of an example. But we'll start. Keon, what, what is your Joe's spice vibe of? I think my spice of the month 
had to be, you know, just surprising you for your birthday. Like uh, when, uh, when we came cool. up, uh, we were talking all throughout the day. And I was like, bro, this can wait. I'm going to see you. and I, But I can't tell him yeah. that we're getting ready to do a surprise birthday party for yeah. him. So it's like, I, I promise you, we can talk about this another time. He's so excited that he wants to talk right, ne- right then and right we were then. We are literally talking about this pod. Yeah, yeah, we were talking like, about this. Yo, he's coming down, bro. We're yeah. going to have a great pod. <laughs> like, big guy, I'm going to see you in a minute. I'm talking to his wife and I'm telling him, like, hey, can you get your husband to do something? Because right now he has too much time and he doesn't know that he's getting ready to see Surprise. me. We're going to have this whole conversation all over again. So yeah. to see him... Uh, when we walked in the house, he was like, "Hey, what's going on, guys?" And then all of a sudden, it's like surprise. He was like, "She does this every year. How does she surprise me?" I don't know. Get you. Every time. I don't know how my wife does that yeah, shit every year, but somehow she gets me every year. That's awesome. Why. Yeah. So that was my spice. Just seeing one of my best friends, if not my best friend, just light up like a kid. Yeah, that's awesome. Man. Walking into the house, like you know how many times I walked into this good. house, never seen him yeah. light, up, light up like a kid. Like so, that was good. That's awesome. Yeah. What you got, man? What's your spice of the month? My spice of the month was I just bought a house probably a year and a half ago. My family has been like so distanced from each other since I was young. I had Thanksgiving dinner. I brought my family together for the first time in forever. We did a family photo yeah. and brought my family to have dinner at the same table. And I posted a picture on Facebook. Like I'm like a 10 year old, like, yeah, <laughs> it was the, again, like bodybuilding. There's no, like, there's no, th- nothing that can, like compare those core memories like how you just did at buying like seeing your son light up you're just like or seeing him light up you're just like no money nothing can like be like that yes it's amazing it's just right there it's the moment man yeah it is that is good bringing the family together is always good man that's fucking i can't wait to do that what's yours oh shit once again, I'm feeling a little inferior here. No, <laughs> wow. I don't know, man. I, you know, sometimes I look at the little things. I get really excited about them. So, honestly, my my uh, spice of the month. Um, you can think about the gifts you got. You know that I, I I can think. You know, those kids really went out for you. Like, I got. Yeah. You know, I got to say, it was uh, it was honestly. I'd ha- I have to. How do I word it? Last night is a great example. So we did the party, right? And I'm putting together uh, a TV. I got a new TV for Black Friday just to put in for the kids' room and stuff so they could play video games on the big screen, all that stuff. And we have, like, a movie theater room, all that. Um, I'm in the middle of putting this together. And then, like, my closest people walk in the door. And everyone's just super fucking stoked. And everyone's like, hey, happy birthday, right? And I'm, I'm shocked, surprised. I'm like, holy shit, like... You guys and some of them drove literally an hour and a half, almost two hours, just to get just to come and hang out for like three, four hours. That's awesome. And then go back, right? So as we're sitting there hanging out the whole night, it just kind of hits you in. You kind of have that tight knit group is just no matter what, always kind of there for you, just always there to support you, even for the little shit. Yeah. And they go 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 above and beyond. I think my spice would go out to having real family and friends that really just kind of take that next level and no matter what, just kind of always there. Always for there you. for you. That's yeah. awesome. That shit felt real good. Yeah. So I mean, I'm right there with you. I yeah. definitely enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it. Although it was a school night, so I had to bring my son back home. He wasn't really happy about leaving. Yeah, he was like, he was I can sleep with Avian Ryder. I was like, no, but, but buddy, I'm not waking up. Esker, I'm not waking up extra yeah. early so I can take you back to school. Yeah. That's just fuck that. It's gonna suck. <laughs> I mean, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. But that so. was definitely. Well, um, we'll finish this thing up, but um, again, Matt, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, I know thanks for having me. You I'm about are, to go eat my fish and 
rice in the car and <laughs> head, head on back to Orlando. And yeah. oh, so, man. Got, so that's when the show is at? The show is in Orlando? It's Orlando at the convention center. And yep. this would be nationally, uh, it'd be all over the, throughout the world. I was it's going to be live streamed. So ahead, when, um, when, what day is it? Saturday. So like tomorrow's my weigh-ins. Friday's my tan. So I got to weigh in at 225 tomorrow. So right when I get home, I'll wait or my back to my Airbnb. I'll weigh myself to see what I weigh. So people are going to see this probably. It's going to be a little bit later, way after this one. Way after this We got lined up a little yeah. bit. But at the same time, um, go ahead and um, drop drop all your socials and stuff. Like, tell In, everybody. Instagram, Dework20 is my personal, and then Dework Factory is my another one. And then my website for my app, um, I can train people online anywhere, is uh, dewworkfactory.com. Yep. You can reach out to me if you have any questions, concerns, meal planning, diet, programming, training, anything. Yep. Um, you can reach and out to there. I, I can't tell you guys enough. Like I said, this. I've I've been in and around weight rooms for I mean damn near two decades now literally, and it's like you said there's sometimes you find a lot there's a lot of egos that walk around in a weight room, in a gym you know in the, in those types of environments but I I can't express enough the guy that's sitting with us here today phenomenal human being that really cares about the person that he's working with. And like I said, I was so excited to have you on, man, just because I know what you're all about. I know you're such a great dude. So if you guys have a chance, go look him up. See the results afterwards. You're going to see the, my man GoPro. We're speaking into existence. Yes. Um, but check out, yeah, go check out some social media sites. Give him a follow. You know, just kind of check into what he's doing. If you want to see someone that's really doing some good in the fucking world, check this guy out and like i said make sure you go see his social medias and, and see his results so exactly and don't get it twisted he's not just telling you what to do he's actually doing doing it he's doing the work this yeah. is it's, it's not just a saying like just do it and so on and so forth you have somebody that's really saying i don't care about being cool yep i'm gonna do the work so uh, to to anyone else that doesn't have anybody to latch on to like julius peppers yeah. follow matt <laughs> I will follow you right on back and like I have a lot of people that I uh, mentor as well and push in the right direction so I'm always awesome. there for everybody fantastic thanks for having me guys hey, dude. That's, 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 that's awesome yeah, that's, that's pod now, 101 right there yeah baby. yeah in the next part I'm gonna have my shirt you know cut off right now show I gotta off let, a little bit gotta show off a little bit and I can't show off in front of Mac he's show ready Hey there. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Two Dimes and a Token. We really appreciate your view. We hope you really enjoyed. Uh, if you are interested, we do have some social media sites that you can check out. We have Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And please, whenever you have a chance, hit that follow and subscribe button. Thank you guys, and we'll see you in the next episode.